0: Welcome to the Ride With Us podcast, presented by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, the world's largest ride enthusiast organization dedicated to the appreciation, promotion, and preservation of roller coasters around the globe. This episode, we bring you coverage of the IAPA Expo in Orlando, Florida, as we welcome in your host.
1: Hello, enthusiasts. Well, it's the end of day four of the IAPA Expo. And here with me to break down this very last amazing day is our communications director, Derek Perry. Derek, how has this week been for you at the IAPA Expo?
2: The week has been incredible, exhausting, but beyond that, so much fun. Getting to see everybody, making new friends, seeing all the ACE volunteers there. So many people put in so much work, and I am so appreciative. And I'm so appreciative that you are there, yeah, bringing you. it to everybody. All the work that you do is awesome. So right. thank you for that.
1: Derek, thank you so much for saying that. I really feel like everybody on the team really stepped up this week. It is a lot of work. If you're thinking about volunteering, you need to know that this isn't a vacation. There is actually a lot of work involved, even whether you're working in the booth, even breaking down or setting up or running around working on the social media team. You know, you have to really have those skills and really know what you're doing and you're put on the spot a lot and it's it's a lot of work. It's very rewarding, though. Yeah.
2: And I, I do think everyone did an awesome job. Uh, I don't know if I ate that much this week or had more than a few sips of water a day just running around. But it was easier, I think, this year than some of the previous years, because the team's always super strong. But this year, there were people who have experienced it before and really knew what they were doing and stepping up. And it was it just blew me away how everyone worked together as a team and helped each other out. If we needed a break or whatever the case may be, someone was there. And there were so many volunteers who wanted to be there. And they were in the booth helping out, like you said. It was a memorable week that I'll never forget. Me
1: too. Let's break down everything that happened today, because even though it was the last day, we still got, even though there weren't a ton of press conferences like there are on day one, there were still some really great interviews that we were able to get. Some booths were, some companies were finally able to sit down with us and talk with us. So your day started off, I believe, with SNS, right? Who I talked to earlier in the week. I think you were able to go a little bit more in depth. Am I right?
2: Yeah, we were, uh, talked to Preston Perks at SNS and they moved booths this year. So they used to be on the other side of the convention hall. And now they're on this new side. And we got to talk about beyond just the Axis coaster, we talked about this single rail coaster kind of based on one of the prototypes that they had done before, but this one's going to be family friendly. People oh, are going to, there's a whole train. So he's talked about increased capacity. And uh, so he was excited about that. And of course,
1: is it going to be single, like, like monorail, like single person, or is there two like tandem?
2: Yep. It's going to be a single, single person, like oh. a monorail style and not tandem. Like oh, yeah. So, so it'll be a new experience for the families to do that. So he was excited to talk about that. And Preston is always fun to talk to, as you know, and what they've done for ACE this year, like the partnership, it's beyond. He was at CoasterCon, he was talking about, uh, he had did a presentation at CoasterCon, but he brought blueprints there, as everyone knows.
1: Blueprints and things that we he, were able to see. He really customized it to what we would be interested in, it too, which is awesome.
2: And the digital event, of course, that he did, and then inviting everyone there for the Ace Ball conference. And as part of the that conversation that we had today, he said, let's talk about 2024 <laughs> and how SNS worldwide and Ace can come up with even more cool things yes, to do. Yes,
1: I love hearing that. We want to help them in any possible way that we can. And so SNS and Preston, thank you so much for all of that. I'm glad you got to talk to him, uh, because I talked to him right after the reveal. And it was just kind of hectic. Where is everybody going to be able to see that interview, Derek?
2: That will be on YouTube. Uh, Ride with Ace on the YouTube channel Ben and Sean, they do an awesome job editing all the videos for that. So ben,
1: uh, and Sean Montana, we want to give them a shout out. <laughs> well, of course.
2: And they already posted the SNS video that you did with Preston. And uh, which was very cool, by the way. And I noticed um that Preston still wanted to talk about Access Closer, of course, the Transformer ride, because it's so exciting. And I didn't realize that it's indoors. And he said it's gonna be at this FEC. Yeah. It's at an FEC. It's gonna be inside. And they had a kind of
1: Family Entertainment
2: Center. Family Entertainment Center, thanks. And they had a kind of the supports are different than if they were doing it outside because it's over a parking garage and they're building on this level so he said uh the foundation the base if you look at it you know and as they're building it it's going to be different than you'll see like outside at a different park but this company's seven and they're building all these family entertainment centers it's going to be like a couple dozen of them around that area so hopefully we'll see more of these access prototypes but it's so cool that the prototype is, the axis coaster is being built and hopefully we'll get to see some all around the world
1: yes i cannot wait to ride it for sure and then next you get to go and talk to zamperla
2: yes i know that you get to sit in the top thrill 2 zamperla coaster car earlier in the week mm-hmm. and today was my chance to get into it so I, I i got in there it's super comfortable super sleek and we got to talk to adam sandy who he's the roller coaster sales guy that's what it, Okay. his LinkedIn says, uh, uh, for Zamperla. So he's a big theme park fan. He loves roller coasters. Of course, he couldn't tell us everything. But the things that he did tell us, you'll have to check out the YouTube video for that the interview. Uh, but those seats are s- super comfortable. And he was saying that some of some of the uh, questions he answered were actually from ACE members. There was a story, I believe that was your idea. That was my
1: idea to see what ACE wanted to ask, what ACE members would want us to ask in these interviews.
2: So there was a story put on Instagram and people got to submit their questions. So some of those questions were actually answered by Adam himself. So you'll be able to see those on the YouTube video too.
1: Nice, I love hearing that. And then next, uh, you got to talk to 3DX.
2: Even before 3DX, we got one more cool interview at Zamperla. Oh, it was really? an, a oh. bonus interview, actually. It was with uh, Michael Coleman, who's the North American sales manager. So he uh, was talking about the new flat rides. The, oh. Yeah, there's this go-go bounce 8.4. That's kind of like the, a modern version of the old kangaroo that, that oh, was yeah. at Kennywood and then yeah. there's, you know. so. Uh, it was kind of, it kind of has that feel to the ride. And, um, there, he also talked about Morgan's Wonderland in Texas and that they're putting a couple ultra ultra accessible rides in there. So oh, I love that. People who are in wheelchairs, they can wheel the uh, oh, wheelchair right. right onto the uh, vehicle, uh, vehicle. So he was super excited about that, of course. And, uh, then after that, we did go over to the ACE booth and we talked to, mark from 3dx scenic so he's he's been an ace member for a really long time and it's always cool to have an ace member yeah. you know th- being interviewed so he was telling us about how this is the first year in a while that they haven't had a booth at the Who's iapa expo
1: 3DX, for those who don't know
2: so 3dx they've done a lot of work that you've seen they did the uh sesame street parades
1: yeah those the, are award-winning parades, the
2: parade floats at Sesame Place in San Diego, the uh, the whole Sesame Street facade they did yes. that. So they create ride vehicles, they create scenic elements, show elements, and also they are doing working on the scenic design of Holiday World's Good Gravy. So there's going to be some really cool elements that some photo opportunities of course like a big rolling pin for the, <laughs> like in thanksgiving you're making these pies a um mixer um yeah like a, a whisk, a whisk. Okay. yes a
1: whisk <laughs> this motion that is just reminding me of a whisk so. <laughs> so, we
2: we're playing charades for a second i got it i knew
1: what you meant so, so
2: there's this whisk that it's going to be a photo opportunity and besides just the car going in and out of these elements by them going forward and backward there's going to be uh, kind of like, uh, I don't know if you remember being a kid and going to the McDonald's playground yeah. and like you would go up into the hamburger and you look out <laughs> and like that type of thing. So it wasn't
1: the hamburger. Oh, some of them were the hamburger. Some of them were like the sheriff. Was- <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. So and then there's going to they're going to be bendy kind of like you may have seen uh, uh, in Toontown at Disneyland, that type oh, of thing. Oh,
1: yeah. Cute. That's nice. So that sounds like that was good interview. I definitely want to check that out. And then I was able to walk around and talk to some booths that I was excited to talk to that was sort of reminding me of what you said, like Illuminated Integration. Were you there for that? I'm trying to remember.
2: I was there yeah. for that. They-,
1: they were so amazing. They're this lighting, audio design company that you would all know, especially if you're a fan of Hershey Park. They put the lights on coasters. They did Jolly Rancher Remix. They did Lightning Racer. They did, uh, they name it. If there's lights on it at Hershey Park, they did it. They also did the walkthrough, the dark nights for Halloween and they're working on the Christmas elements. They were such a fun interview. I'm so glad we talked to them. That'll be going up on the socials pretty soon. You love talking to them too, right?
2: Yeah, they were, they were so cool to talk to. And Jolly Rancher Remix at Hershey Park is one of the most fun experiences I've had on a revamped coaster. The lights, the music—it's so fun. And they told us that it's randomized. Right, so, which we did not
1: know. yeah,
2: so you don't know which flavor you're gonna get. So I thought that was really and cool. And they too. don't
1: even know. Yeah, they were saying it's completely randomized. It's not in order to it. So if you've been wondering that about Jolly Rancher Remix, we've solved that mystery for you. So thank Derek for that because he's like, I'm gonna ask.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was so curious. <laughs>
1: I also had an interview that I, we're going to stick into this podcast right now because it was just so fascinating. Uh, and I just can't wait for you all to hear this audio. We stopped by Storyland Studio. Storyland is a global sponsor of the IAPA Expo. And I was walking by the booth and it was this gorgeous booth. They had one of those Airstream trailers in the booth and Just a lot of really cool like postcards that said greetings from, greetings from. And one of them that caught my eye, of course, was greetings from Knott's Berry Farm. And I was like, what did they do at Knott's Berry Farm? They did the prop shop pizzeria revamp. And I was like, oh, so they must be a design company. To come to find out, they announced this week two new theme parks. Check out this interview with Chief Innovation Officer, Matt Ferguson. I am here at the Storyland Studios booth with Matt Ferguson, the Chief Innovation Officer. Matt, how has your IAAPA Expo 2023
0: been? Oh man, it has been an epic show for us. We have uh, actually launched two new theme parks uh, that we're working on, that we're in the design process on. One is called Liberty Land USA in South Dakota near Mount Rushmore, and the other is Boega Island, which is right on the border, an actual island in the river on the border between Portugal and Spain. So
1: what is it that your company does? You're saying you launched theme parks. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: Well, we're actually uh, theme park designers and strategists. So a lot of us come from, you know, Disney backgrounds and Universal Studios. And we now do it for, you know, developers that want to create a theme park and we can guide them from the process, you know, through the whole process from strategy and feasibility to blue sky design all the way through opening day. And so that's why our, our booth you know you'll see it says for the journey on on our uh, on the back of our little airstream here but it's uh, really we're with you for the journey we can help guide you through the whole process from blue sky to opening day
1: that's incredible so can you tell me a little more about Liberty Land
0: Yes, uh, Liberty Land is in the Black Hills of South Dakota, an amazing landscape if, if you've ever been there. So
1: is that, that's like near Ru- Mount, right Rushmore? Mount Rushmore? Yeah, so if you're going yeah. to see that, okay. Yeah,
0: so later on, and if you kind of look for our fly-throughs online, uh, you can see the proximity. We, we start off in our fly-through at Mount Rushmore, and then you can fly over and see how close the, uh, the resort is that we're designing uh, to Mount Rushmore, has views of Mount Rushmore. And, uh, and we have two sections of it. One is uh, sort of a Rushmore village with the resort and a retail dining and entertainment district. And then Liberty Land USA is the full theme park, kind of celebrating, uh, celebrating the freedoms that we are enjoying in America and, and always trying to achieve in America. And it's, it's going to be a very inclusive story of freedom where we're really exploring the Native American heritage. We're working with a lot of Uh, Native American leaders in the area to really tell a full story of American history.
1: We're the American coaster enthusiasts, so we have to ask any chances for coasters and attractions in this (laughs) park? Yes, a coaster
0: is in the plans. Uh, You know, we're at the blue sky phase, and when you see the fly through, you'll see kind of a traditional wooden roller coaster and we'll be, uh, you know, as we move forward into the design process, we'll be working out the actual storyline of that roller coaster so there's more to come on that but yes there is a coaster in the plans
1: and the second park is remind me again uh
0: the second park is boega island
1: boega island okay explain
0: this to me well it is uh you know we're we're in the early stages on that but it is actually an island that celebrates uh different regions of the world from uh it's based on kind of the history of Uh, explorers coming from Portugal and going to other parts of the world so we've got different zones that celebrate different parts of the world from kind of the Norse legends to uh, Mayan culture in South America to uh, kind of North African cultures like Morocco and Egypt so it's going to be kind of a global park with a uh, with a storyline uh, over the whole thing. yeah
1: Potentials for attractions in this park as well, maybe coaster.
0: Yes, yes. you know still early stages, it, but uh, okay. but yeah, definitely some uh, chills and thrills to come.
1: I love that. As I was walking by the booth, what made me sort of caught caught my eye uh, was that you have these postcards all around that say different projects that you've worked on. And one is a near and dear to my heart, Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, For those who are coaster enthusiasts who've been to Knott's Berry Farm, you know about the prop shop pizzeria that just opened. This is a big deal for fans of this park. Any change to Knott's, you know, just like at Disney, you know, people get nervous. But what an incredible improvement. And so needed for that area of the park. Can you talk about that?
0: Yeah, it really came from the, the creative group at Cedar Fair that uh, that runs that park, and they they saw that the previous kind of counter service restaurant there wasn't really in keeping with the rest of the theme of that area. And so we got to work closely with them and uh, create a new restaurant concept that's a much better fit with uh, the theming in the area. So the idea is that it's a prop shop, you know, in Hollywood where the uh, crew would hang out after productions, and uh, so it, so now it feels much more like a themed experience than what they had before.
1: I love it, it's such a great area, it's such a fun park. That's so really cool. What else would you just love our audience to know about Storyland Studios?
0: You know, we have uh, we like to say we're at the corner of cause and commerce, so we have we do have a cause based side of our business where we like to. Uh, work with nonprofits and so for example one of the projects you'll see on display is Bethany Children's Hospital in Oklahoma Oklahoma City and this hospital is an incredible group of people that work with uh, severely handicapped kids and a lot of times these kids are staying at the hospital long-term so we're helping them with an expansion and also uh, re their existing building to help add some themed entertainment to the hospital you know and a lot of these kids could never uh, go and travel to a Disney experience or a Universal Studios experience so we're bringing it to them and so with the hospital being on uh, historic Route 66 you know it definitely has those uh, kind of roadside attraction vibes and we're adding a uh, four-story uh, Caterpillar sort of roadside attraction to the side of the hospital so when a kid arrives Rather than being a daunting experience, it's a little moment of surprise and delight when they, when they get there.
1: I really love that. That's incredible. And how can we keep in touch with you? How can we follow Storyland Studios?
0: You can uh, check out our website at storylandstudios.com and see some of the fun things that we're working on.
1: Incredible. It was so great to meet you. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. You're welcome. After Storyland Studio, we went back to hang out at the Ace booth and I ran into our friend Susan Story. She was there representing Extreme Engineering that had some other things to announce as well the Ollie Loop and the Sky Coaster. That interview will be going up. It was so great talking to you, Susie. You've got such a great energy. And I learned about Something called a beaver tail.
2: <laughs> you haven't had a beaver tail before. You, they were at the IAPA Expo for years, I've and then they disappeared. They're they're at theme parks around the country, but it's kind of like a fried dough, yeah. like a dough boy.
1: Dough I guess, it, or funnel cake, whatever, right, I guess? But I they're
2: know. delicious. And you can get all different toppings. You can get like Reese's Pieces or yeah. caramel or all.
1: Apparently, listeners, everybody was upset because this company was not there at the IAPA Expo giving out free beaver tails. So, you know, live and learn. I'm assuming fried dough is normally gluten-free, so it wouldn't be on my radar. <laughs> but also in the ACE booth, uh, there was just, we mentioned all the merch that was there and I saw it was so, it's so great to stand in the ACE booth and not only see our friends coming by, but see brand new people coming in and like, oh, I have a friend who's an ACE and I've always wanted to ask someone about it. Or, oh, you know, how hard is it to get in? And, you know, for us to answer all of their questions. But something else that was cool that we were doing is that we had a little jar. Tell everybody about the jar.
2: So during the week, people could come in, like you said, and just visit with everybody. They could take pictures with the beers, with the PC- Derek, TCI train. Can
1: you tell me about the bears, by the way, before we get oh. to the jar? you know anything about these bears
2: so i'm naming the beers lacy and tracy because ace is in there <laughs> but there's these two huge stuffed beers they love roller coasters
1: lacy and tracy
2: yeah because ace is in the middle ace oh my spelled with that I just way got that. okay
1: <laughs> Lacey and tracy the bears
2: unless right? you want to call them something else but
1: no i just they did they represent something or they're just cute
2: well, they're super cute. So, if you really want the backstory of them, uh, I was on a Zoom last year with Elizabeth Ringus and Maddie chick and we were talking about the Ace Booth, and Elizabeth did an awesome job coming up with new ideas for the ace booth and we were talking about how do we get people to stay in there there used to be like do we do a step and repeat and have people take pictures in front of that it's like oh there's the ptci train the coaster car that's in there let's get these giant stuffed beers and put ace shirts on them and then have people take pictures with them so that was kind of like a photo op opportunity Uh, and um Lacey and Tracy, they loved being at the IAPA Expo last year. So decided yes. to come back this I year. I like think
1: they're becoming famous and now they need to be there every year. They're <laughs> like, OK, staple, but let's go back to the jar. Tell me about what the jar was.
2: So visitors to the booth could bring their business cards, drop them in the jar for a chance to win a one year corporate membership to Ace. And at the end of the day, they, We had all the ACE members gather around, and Elizabeth shuffled up the cards and then reached in, and she pulled out a winner. And the winner is Alexander Ale from Haw Hydraulic.
1: Yay! Congratulations! That's in Deutschland! Sorry, yes! We are, you know, we're really trying to make sure that everybody in Europe feels like they are also a part of us. So that's, I love that it's someone not from, you know, Me no too. Offense to everybody who didn't win, but I kind of love that because I feel like that's a good, you know, yes. on brand for what we're trying to reach out and do.
2: I'm so happy because we don't have that many corporate members who aren't in North America. So this is great. Another so, corporate member.
1: Yay. Congratulations, Alexander. Welcome to A's. All right, next up after we left the booth was the interview with Vekoma that we've been talking about all week getting um, with Karen Davids and Ricardo Edgar, who of course are absolutely huge fans of Ace. And then the day was wrapping up, but I was lucky enough to get my interview with Jake Kilcup from Rocky Mountain Construction right across from the Ace booth. And so I ran over there, and he and I talked about their big reveal of Fire in the Hole, the wild moose, all the things that happened this year, and the exciting news about Larson and them combining together and what that's been like. And so here's that interview for you as well, RMC. I'm over here at the RMC booth, Rocky Mountain Construction, with my friend, Jake Hillcuff. Jake, how's your eye up, Expo Ben?
3: It's been great. Been uh, really fun to be back here and seeing a lot of new faces and old faces this week. A lot of
1: new faces, huh?
3: Maybe, yeah. Okay,
1: all right. We're going to see what we can talk about and what we can't. But what we can definitely talk about is the big announcement here, this train car reveal for Fire in the Hall. We're standing right in front of it at Silver Dollar City. What was that announcement like for you?
3: Oh, man, the Silver Dollar City team is top-notch. They did such a great job. I mean, they had the, the entertainment prior to the announcement, great announcement, great pageantry. The band.
1: They were so good. (laughs) The
3: band was awesome. So, yeah, it was a ton of fun, but all the credit goes to them. All we did was show up with the car. So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's You did a little bit more than that. So my understanding is that, so Fire in the Hole, obviously, as we know, Beloved Coaster. But this was still, when you heard that it was going to be a ground up, what did you all think of that?
3: Well, um... They, they made it clear that we were recreating the original you know we just needed to uh clean it up a little bit you know it was built 50 years ago pretty incredible ride a lot of memories made on it so we want to capture all that you know a lot of families grew up on this thing so yeah. you know it was our goal to to try to create their vision that they had for us and you know they've been very helpful in, in getting us here and it's a great partnership
1: and so how do you even start like is there inspiration did you ever ride it i had not not written the original how do you
3: yeah, I, so I've ridden it, and uh, we've actually replaced track on uh, Blazing Fury over at uh, Dollywood, so I'm familiar with the, the ride, um, and yeah, it's, it's a really cool ride. It tells a story about uh, you know, the local area, and uh, yeah, it's a little bit of history.
1: Yeah, can you get into any of the mechanics of it or design?
3: Well, uh, you, you know, get nerdy with us. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so, our is it's a driven vehicle, right? RMC. Typically, we use gravity, yeah. and uh, this does have a couple of gravity sections, obviously. But it is uh, fully driven. So, and we're using the water braking system that you know was originally on the ride. So that's pretty yeah. cool too. Really excited about it.
1: Some water braking? Oh, I don't know about that.
3: Yeah. So the the, the splashdown at the yeah. end of the ride is actually active braking for the ride as well. Yeah.
1: Well, that's cool. I learned something new today. That's amazing. Uh, really exciting. And I'm so glad to hear that Silver Dollar City was great to work with. And how closely involved were they? Were they, like, right there the whole time?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this is really their vision that we're just trying to help uh, bring to fruition.
1: There were some other things uh, here in the booth that I can point out over there, like that uh, brass ring award in front of your Wild Moose concept model there. You want to talk about that a little bit?
3: Sure, yeah. The uh, The Wild Moose concept is our play on a on a family coaster getting it down to a 42-inch rider, you know, every other ride that we have is a 48-inch rider and pretty extreme. So we wanted to capture some of that magic that RMC has and bring it down to a smaller kid, you know, that 5-year-old kid or so can can be riding this with their family. And our inspiration was kind of the the pre-lift on Twisted Colossus. You know, we had a section from the station to the lift hill that was pretty wacky and uh, out of control, and so our goal was to capture some of that magic and uh, and make a whole ride out of it and, and put the kids on it. Because we had a lot of people tell us that, man, that beginning section would be awesome if my kids could ride it, so.
1: I 100% see that. That makes so much sense to me. I love that. Uh, it's kind of a coaster question that some of the enthusiasts were asking me earlier was to ask you, is it really meant to like, fully replace, like, take up the same amount of space as a wild mouse coaster?
3: Yeah, right now that the layout that we put together and the concept is capable of fitting right in the space of the existing wild mouse. So you know, we saw that some of those were aging out and some of the parks were removing them. So we thought we'd offer an opportunity for a family ride that could fit right in that same spot.
1: And we don't have any news yet regarding where one might be going. No news yet. Well, parks get on it because I want to try this, we all want to ride it, so come over here and check it out if you haven't already. Uh, let's talk about this year and coasters that also came out. Obviously behind us Air Force One, which I got to ride for the first time with you there at the media day. That was so much fun. Uh, talk about that opening and what that what that reception has been like.
3: Yeah, Air Force One was so much fun. Obviously, we had some, some delays during construction, so it was a little labor of love, but you know, Fun Spot team, awesome people to work with. That park, especially. You know, nobody thought that what we were putting in there was going to be something big when it first was announced. It was going to everybody. Everybody was predicting the first RMC family coaster.
1: They were wrong. It is epic.
3: Yeah. It can still be a family coaster. You can still well, ride with your family.
1: Yeah, your family just has to be brave enough for that upset that stall and
3: everything. You know. Yeah. So the opportunity to work with Fun Spot on that was just. So much fun. They have great people to work with, and the ride turned out unbelievable. Great anchor for that park, really ties the park together.
1: And a golden ticket
3: award. Yeah, golden ticket award, and I got to hang out and meet an astronaut. That was pretty cool.
1: Right? He was so cool. I was an astronaut there at the opening of Media Day. He was so fun, and he wrote it and said that it reminded him of training and being an astronaut.
3: Right? Yeah. Right. And I, even if he's lying, I choose to believe him. So
1: <laughs> I will as well. And then I love that coaster so much. It's a really special place in this past year for me, for sure. And then of course, Wildcat's Revenge at Hershey Buck. Talk about that.
3: Yeah. Wildcat's Revenge was a ton of fun as well. I mean, that was a, that was a tough project. There was a lot of new lumber put in there. You know, the Justin and the, the install team did an incredible job out there. A lot of challenges at the park great to work with Hershey's awesome people so many so many great people helped us bring that to fruition and they did such a good job on the design of the trains and kind of keeping some of the nostalgia of the old ride as much as they could and i really like the color scheme they came up yeah. with it. it turned out really good
1: we saw the cars last year at i have expo so everybody was so excited about that and so i feel like the reception on Wildcat's revenge has been amazing
3: yeah seen a lot of great feedback and a lot of people saying that it's, it's been fun to ride with their families as well. Yeah. So that's what we're always looking for is creating smiles and memories.
1: There was also another award that RMC won this year, a European Star Award for Zadra.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we uh, we were at the European Expo, and I wasn't even aware that we were up for an award. But they they came by the booth and dropped off a trophy for for Zadra. It was. <laughs> number two uh, steel coaster in europe uh wow. this year in the ranking so that was that was really fun and
1: congratulations thank you that's great you didn't even know you're you didn't have to be nervous you didn't <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly you're it's like, great what? this is great
1: and can you talk a little bit we, now i'm looking over your shoulder here at the larson symbol uh can you talk a little bit about that
3: sure yeah we're we're very excited to be uh, uh, teaming up with larson and adding to uh adding to what we can offer these parks you know before you know it's just been larger coasters so it kind of limits who we're having conversations with and bringing the larson product on board now we have a lot more conversations with a lot more people and build relationships which is what's necessary when somebody wants to make a major investment they want to make a major investment with somebody that they know and trust right so i think it's going to be good for both of us
1: well, we in the coaster community are so excited about it. Just when we, you heard it at first, like, really, Larson and RMC? And then, yeah, Larson and RMC, I, I'm, I'm down with this. Yeah, it's been really exciting for us. So good luck with all of that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and where, just for you, where would you like to see the future of RMC?
3: Well, we, we, we have to keep innovating. I mean, that's, that's why we're here. That's why we have a following. That's why we have so many fans who thank you to all the fans because you're the reason we get these projects. Uh, uh, you guys are wearing our T-shirts and telling all your, uh, all your local parks that they need an RMC, and, you know, that's, that's why we're here. So we got to continue to innovate, and, you know, we We'll um obviously the wild the wild moose system is is the next step there and we're going to continue to work with some of the Larson product and and uh just keep pushing forward and you know I can't tell you everything that's coming but no,
1: I want to be surprised anyway, right? And if you're not following RMC on their social media, you guys have been really upping your social media and doing a great job. So make sure you're following them. Tag them because they, they if you're a fan, they're, they're going to reach back out to you. They're going to share your stuff. So it's been really cool to uh, to follow that as well. And just we just want to say on behalf of the American Coaster Enthusiasts, just thanks uh, for you know always including us and thinking of us and letting us come here and talk to you today. It's just, we're, we're all just such fans of yours and we only wish you all the best.
3: Well, thank you very much. Appreciate All you guys do.
1: I think I was Jake's last interview of the entire event. And maybe RMCs. I get to give Darren Tor a hug, president of RMC, before we left. And they're, again, also just so wonderful.
2: So awesome. Every time we see them the Larson booth and the RMC booth like they were bookend kind of ace so they were walking back and forth and i saw Darren and Jake and Jake come up came up and you know thanked ace and we thanked him of course for everything they do and he grabbed a luggage tag it's like oh, i need a luggage tag so yeah. we got an ace luggage tag so we love their support
1: it's all you know they it was funny because he was like chatting before he's like oh i'm so sorry i was like listen we are here for you, not the other way around. And I really truly feel that way. That you know that oh I'm so sorry, we don't like no, we want to promote you. Like, what can we help you with? How can we talk? What, what can we talk about that you are excited to promote? What do you want people to know about your company, about your park, about whatever it is that you're promoting? That's what we can be here to do. And I feel like we nailed it this week, Derek. So congratulations to you, the communications director, getting the communication out there. And thank you for being here with me, Derek, tonight.
2: Thanks for having me. It's always great to talk to you and be around you. I love your energy.
1: Thanks, Derek. Well, to close it out, now let's hear from ACE president, Elizabeth Ringus. Elizabeth Ringus, thank you so much for taking the time after this crazy, amazing week to talk to me. How was your IAPA Expo?
4: What a week. Boy, there are some tired ACE volunteers (laughs) and I am one of them. But the funny thing is how still just
0: excited I am.
4: Energized. That's it. I'm still energized because it was just such a fulfilling week. I am not only being immersed in the coaster world for a week, working with so many wonderful ACE volunteers, but the energy of the expo and the fun and being around people that they're It's all about having fun for a living and producing fun.
1: Yeah. I really was saying on the podcast yesterday about how I felt such um, excitement for the future of the amusement industry, just seeing all of the different booths. I, I don't remember feeling that last year, but this year, I feel like there was an energy, a vibe that this industry is thriving and we were all right in the middle of it. Did you feel that too?
4: I did. I really felt like I was immersed in what is to come and there's so much potential that the industry sees of what they're gonna be and what is to come. I feel like creativity and ingenuity was the key of what we were seeing on the floor.
1: That's absolutely the impression I got as well. Let's talk about the ACE booth being just in the most prime spot to get the best people coming by. And every time I went there, it was just like chatting with your friends, but a lot went down there too. Tell us about that. It did, we are, we are right in the heart of the ride area
4: for IAPA, And so the traffic past the booth, but I've seen such a growth of our relationships of who's coming by the booth and not just because they were going down the aisle. We on the intentional plan of stopping by now and we're seeing manufacturers and parks and so many people coming by to catch up and plan for 24 and to loop us in with what's going on and make sure that we have what we need to promote them and to really be part of the industry and that's the shift i feel like we really saw is we are being a critical component to the plan and really having a mutually beneficial relationship from social media and our publications and our partnerships getting to talk to them about what we're growing in our partnerships was incredible The number of parks I talked to about Adventure Labs and our partnership with them was they would just stand there and you could I could see them processing and then and then the awe of what a fun and cool thing that brings in a partnership for them with so much changing in the park of staffing and non-riders, that's such a benefit that we can bring, and it's an ACE exclusive.
1: Can you explain the Adventure Labs thing to any member listening who might not know about it? Yes. Adventure Labs are a scavenger hunt that you take through an app in your phone.
4: And so we have volunteers who go to the park and find the locations. It works best when locals do it because they know the park and they find the most treasured spots where we can highlight history and education. And then we build it in the Adventure Lab app. And every park guest who has downloaded the Adventure Labs app will be notified that there's an adventure lab in the park and prompted that they can go on the scavenger hunt that's all app-based and find these spots in the park and learn about park history and why the park is even more important than they ever imagined. It's not just about fun, but it's a piece of history.
1: Nice. So everybody just look under your app store for Adventure Labs? Yes. Awesome. And so for anybody who doesn't fully understand why ACE has a booth at IAPA Expo, can you explain that? Yes. That
4: is something that's really special about ACE. There's very few booths that are nonprofits industry booths where it's a support of the industry. And ACE is one of those. We've been exhibiting for a very long time. And that's one of the reasons for our prime location. is our long time because we're given our booth based on the order of how long you've been exhibiting. But Ace's booth is there because it's a place for them to come and visit with us. And we go into it with an intentional plan of making sure that we know what we want to learn from the parks. And so we have a place that they can come and share with us and talk to us. But it also lets us connect with people that have never heard about Ace. Mm maybe they're new to working in the industry or they're a student and they're coming to IAPA for the first time and they're learning about ACE and that we're truly there as a support to them to learn. And that gives them a place to come and find us and know that we're not always out looking to build that networking and find them. They're getting to come to us. And so that is one of the important things of having a booth that they can come and really see us. But it's one of the few times during the year that we get to have a fixture, that we are a place because we're always remote, even That's in events. True. We're all moving and going about the event. It's the one time of year we come together and they see our beautiful booth in a permanent structure of what ACE is. We get to show
1: them the visual of ACE. Yeah. I saw some people signing up. I saw a lot of people dropping their business cards for that corporate membership. It was such a really fun spot, a nice home base to be and stop by, even though I was running around (laughs) all over with the social media team. That was just killing it this year. Can you talk a little bit about the social media and how that has grown since? Because you've been coming to IOP Expo for a while, yeah?
4: I believe this is my seventh Expo eight years because there wasn't an expo in 2020. And it has grown and changed. Really, when I came in as communications director is when we launched coverage of the IAPA Expo. We would talk about it and we would do some social media features and feature it in ACE news and publications. But we really started covering the press conferences and bringing that immersion to those who couldn't be here and let them be part of the show. And it it also lets us highlight it to Anyone who's just learning about app Expo, yeah. I remember when I didn't know it even happened.
1: Same. <laughs> so
4: it's this aha moment of this is incredible that these individuals that are all about providing the outlet of fun come together and everything that builds an amusement park, being there together, and we're truly part of that. Yeah,
1: it's so true. I and mean, it's so great. And I feel like a lot of people have learned because of social media, but I think also... Tell me if you you agree that par- parks and manufacturers are appreciating. And I mean, we had such a good, every time I would go to a booth and Ace is here, you know, it was always, what do you need from us? And that was just wonderful to see. We saw your stories and we saw this and we just heard this episode or whatever.
4: That's it. And social media is the piece that they see mm-hmm. that while we have publications and member benefits, social media is what the industry sees. Yeah. and. We love doing that because it really helps. It's our mission to promote amusement parks and social media lets us do that and lets them have an influence of what we're showing, not just our members, but the world. Exactly.
1: But members, if you are listening, please engage with us because you never know who's watching, who's listening. So but, you know, give your feedback too and your thoughts and your enthusiasm because there's so much to come. Speaking of parks and companies and ACES involvement, I would be remiss if I did not talk about one of the most amazing things that happened on day one, which was you stepped out of the booth and went over to the Premier booth. And what happened there? You presented.
4: Yes, it was wonderful to be part of Premier's press conference where they were talking about the Latinx monster, which is truly where ACE began, yeah. our inaugural event that kicked off all ACE has been for 45 years happened at Latinus Monster. And getting to be part of that press conference for the legend reimagined and legend lives on of Latinus Monster was truly something wonderful. We presented Busch Gardens, Wingsburg, and Premier Rides with a proclamation of preservation to acknowledge them. For what they're doing to preserve Ness Monster to make sure that it keeps giving rides for generations to come.
1: That was such a special moment. And I think that they were thrilled. In fact, I know they were because later they were said, do we want these signs and posters to be able to auction to our members? Which I don't know when that's happening. Is that going to be a coaster con? I don't know when those are going to appear. Oh my goodness. We've they're gorgeous, that out. right? They're
4: yeah. beautiful and mm-hmm. they acknowledge ACE and it was just so much fun for ACE to really be part of a preservation project.
1: Yeah. That's right, and that's part of it. We're appreciation, which that's easy. (laughs) We all can easily appreciate, we can promote, and of course, focus on reserve, which brings me, of course, to then Gravity Group, which just happened, that was yesterday. This week is blending together. But tell us about your presentation at Gravity Group yesterday.
4: Gravity Group has been doing so much work to ensure that roller coasters remain wooden. We have lots of options of different track. But Gravity Group is bringing wood track to wooden coasters. And the recent projects on Racer 75 and The Beast and Grizzly has reinvigorated these coasters that riders are queuing up and they're riding. And so they're really making an impact on preserving wooden roller coasters. And they were presented with an honorary membership in gratitude for this effort that they're giving to their new track
1: product so well-deserved
4: and it is so we are happy to have gravity group as a brand new honorary member
1: they looked surprised did they not know they had
4: no idea it was coming <laughs> i had sent these very discreet <laughs> subtle emails about how we needed some time for ace to come over and present a gift when it would be good during the week i'm sure that they ha- were like a- this is so weird. Why is she sending us these weird emails? But they stuck with me and they set up a time and we all flooded their booth to present them with this plaque.
1: was so funny. They just look, oh, they're like, just, just struck. That was such a great moment. That was so great. So looking forward, we've talked about this past week and the present and how we're feeling. Looking forward to future IAPA Expos. What What do you hope comes next for Ace?
4: I see that we are on a wonderful journey. Honestly, if we stay on the road and the path that we're on, I just see us continuing to be a wonderful partner to the industry. And that's our goal is to really, we want parks and manufacturers to tell us how we can be the best benefit because that's a partner. Mm -hmm. And that enables us to provide the best membership experience because partners well, have the best events yeah, and have the most fun. Yeah. <laughs> and so you talk about a marriage and those types of relationships
1: are really what we are to the industry. I want us to be one. Meaningful. That means a lot. And looking forward to ACE and volunteering in the future. If someone is listening right now and they're like, oh, I want to be at IAPA Expo next year. What would you tell them? So remember, you can visit IAPA Expo. Tickets are open
4: and tickets can be purchased. Our ACE volunteers that are on the floor executing all the work in a week are exhausted. Yeah. (laughs) But amazing. We are, due to IAPAs changing their structure, some with their gas passes. So that's going to force us to look at new opportunities and how we're going to restructure our volunteers. So I encourage we volunteers have always been given preference to volunteering at IAPA because it's a hardworking week, and we want to reward and have our best volunteers on the floor. Next year, we are going to be reducing the number of volunteers. So, I encourage if somebody wants to get involved next year, start now, complete our volunteer survey, and get involved. And let's build an ex- just an exceptional team. That will continue us on this great path that we're on,
1: and even just not to be one of the members at IAPA Expo who get invited to volunteer. Just it's so rewarding to volunteer, and you know if this is something that you love, if this is an organization that you love, it doesn't feel like work a lot of times. Like we're so energized right now. We were just saying, you know, that when when you have good people working together for a thing that they love, I feel like you know what could be better than that. And so, just please consider volunteering fill out that form. Thanks. That was really inspiring, Elizabeth. I appreciate it. I appreciate you being here and talking to us on the podcast and telling us about your week. Any final thoughts?
4: Well, it's always a pleasure. And honestly, that's it. After eight hour days, we're on our feet all day. But I am. It's almost exhilarating still to come back and be with you and talk about the week and reflect on. It was a week full of wins. Right? For what we brought to the industry and what we brought to ourselves because it was it's a long week we hustled we sweated we were exhausted we stayed up way too late working and every minute of it it was an honor to give to building the future of ace because volunteering not just benefits the club it enhances our hobby because we build closer friendships we use our skills and we're fulfilled it It helps us be who we are. And that's what ACE has been for me as a volunteer is it let me be who I was and give my skills and share them with my friends and build friendships. Because most of my friendships in ACE have come through working together, volunteering, because I got to see the real person and really work and see their heart. And it let me see that that was somebody I wanted to be around.
1: Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent. Thank you so much for being here on the podcast today. And to everyone listening, that is a wrap on I Expo. Three amazing episodes. I hope that you enjoyed everything that we brought you. Don't forget to make sure you're checking the website, RideWithAce.com, and follow Ace everywhere. We are on Facebook, X, Instagram, TikTok, Discord, what am I missing? YouTube, of course. Oh my gosh, there has been the most amazing YouTube videos coming out of Iapa Expo well, and more is even coming. So even if you're listening to this in the future, make sure you check because there are just some fabulous interviews, lots of scoop that we've got all, all over our social media. Make sure you're subscribing. And if you could also subscribe to the podcast, we would so appreciate us. Rate and review. Give us five stars if you can. And thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you get to ride a Coaster today. You too, Elizabeth. I hope you do too.
0: Ride With Us is produced by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, a registered 501c3 organization. Visit RideWithAce.com for additional information, and we will see you at the parks.